Hey, it's your favorite podcast. Back again with Will and Spaz. Confidence. It's all within you. Hey, Lins one and all. Welcome to another episode of Confidence. It's all within you. I'm your host, Matthew Williams, Williams Baz, and today's episode is titled again, Daily Blocks of Confidence. It's part two. We will hear our first story in our mini-series, and we will hear how our guest today has overcome her challenges, worked on her faith, and confidence in God. Stay tuned to hear her story and the principles she held daily to propel her to confidence. And we begin with pep talk. Let's go right into the topic. Today we have with us an author, a writer, speaker, and mentor. As a steward of the Lord, she served in many ministries, including youth ministry and missions. And she served as youth president, youth leader, and assistant missions director. After being diagnosed with cancer, the author started to battle with her emotions. It was in this season of experiencing life setbacks that she had learned to turn her eyes to the one who never fails. Her journey throughout the years was nothing but countless battles that were won by faith. Regardless of the obstacles she encountered, it fueled her to press forward and accept that she was chosen for battle. So today our guest is Mrs. Debbie Watson Allen. So we had a healthy and lengthy conversation with Mrs. Debbie Allen and we'll be taking snippets from our conversation to edify you guys. So stay tuned. This is the next segment of Godfidence called Past Giving, where we will hear real and personal stories told by William Sparrows or for occasional guests. So we'll start with a question I had asked that near to the end of our interview and then we'll flow right into the story. Take a listen. If you were looking at yourself again in that time of lack of confidence, what would you say to yourself in that time? I would say, Debbie, you got to maintain consistency in your faith. You got to stand firm in your belief regardless of what is happening. That was what I would say to myself. Shake up, girl, and stand firm in your belief. It's like when Peter was, 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 was someone's God for him to come and walk to him on the water. And, 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 and we don't know exactly what may have been going through um, Peter's mind at that time. But he was walking still, and that is what I mean. I was That's going on true. well, and then the midst, the the, 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 the time that he lost focus this, of the God. waves, the waves started coming. You know, the waves of life. You know, the circumstances changes, and it's not that nice rhythmic um, pattern that we're used.
gusto, then we, 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 we take our eyes off God and we're going to look at the circumstance. Because I was looking at my circumstances. I was looking at, I can't do anything about this and lose sight of who God is, that he's bigger than my situation. He's bigger than me, right? And so I was my own hindrance. That is what I realized. I was my own hindrance at that time. The one time that that really bombarded me most, and I can remember vividly, is once when I had a change in my in my job. I just finished my my course at the university because I did a postgraduate course. I felt like a failure as a mother. I felt like a failure as a um, as a wife, and I was like what can I do? I can't fix this. You know, this is where they had pushed me because of my studies. I had the higher studies, which they were, according to my region at that time, this is where they needed me to work. And I was pulled, I was torn. I can remember my two days that I was like crying, like, God, where are you? I lost all hope. I'm like, God, you're not, you're not coming to my rescue. But you know, I had one friend, um, Marie, she reminded me because all this time I was going on and trusting God and th at this time I felt like God was nowhere and she said Debbie this is not you I don't know you of this type of person why you why you being so down and you know don't give in and you know I started looking to her words and I started to pull myself I'm like God I've always been been saying that I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. And Lord, you said in your words that we should seek you first, the kingdom of God, and all things shall be added. I said, what? Yes, I'm saying, Lord, what, what is this? Why am I going through this? But, you know, everything that we go through, Matthew, it is something to build us. It is something That's to true. give us that experience that we can, we can speak to someone else that, guess what? I have been there and I have, and this is what I've been through. So That's it true. was my, my I, it was my emotions that was, was pulling at me at that time. I was being torn between what I want to be and where I was at that time. And I had to, 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 to be, I have to come to that realization that regardless of how I may be thinking, God is still able. And with the help of my friend, we began praying together and God began to show me that he can do greater than what I'm thinking. And when God moved, this is where God put me. I was uprooted from Jamaica and planted in Nebraska. Yeah. Yes, that was what God did with out of that situation because I was like, what is going to go on here? Why, where am I going to go? And out of the blues, you know, I was communicating with this company and out of the blues during that time, they had not, we had not, we have lost communication and I don't know how and when I just got an email and that is where it, it just started going. Everything just started transpiring and things started to open up and, and the next thing, few months, my whole family was was replanted here in Nebraska, but oh, God awesome. God knew what was going to happen. He knew what He wanted, and He had in store for me. At what point or what time were you aware that your confidence was regained? The time that I, I find that confidence regaining is that it was not like a like a physical change. But it was no in how I was feeling. It was no in how I was praying again, you know, because I was praying before, just like crying out to God, like, you know, when you're yeah, desperate yeah. and you're not giving God the praise and the glory for where you are. And I started to, you know, change 
changed the way I pray. I was now giving more of a thanksgiving, you know, thanking him for my situation and thanking him for who he is and knowing that he can he can make that change for me. And um, when That's I went, when I steps, yes. right, and so you know that praise, you know, remember that Paul said, you know, we should give thanks in all our situations, and sometimes it's not it is hard for us to do. And that is what I found at first. It was hard for me to give thanks during those situ- in, the, in my situation. But not until I come to the realization that I can give praise to God in the midst of it, that I find that there was a change in my, men- my, my, my mental focus. And then that begins to bring brings hope and joy to me. And my heart becomes comforted. And so I felt there was a shift spiritually and personally before there was anything that that started to happen physically. So last segment, the new game plan. I will hear some of the principles and scriptures that author Watson Allen holds dear to her that helps her to keep her confidence and her assurance with God. Maintain my relationship with God. And what I mean by that, it is taking time out daily just to read God's words, just to meditate upon it. Like maintain it. And then I call it guarding your heart or mind is my second thing. Awesome. And it is guarding my heart from my own negative negative thoughts as well as negative speech from others and another thing i do i don't entertain negative thoughts about myself or my family for example you know you know we have a thing in jamaica where people say oh you're not going to come to anything or you're worthless or your daddy was this or you, and so you or your mommy was this and so you're going to be those negative thoughts i do not entertain when people come with me with negative thoughts if they're calling me anything other than who I am in Christ Jesus, who I know okay. that I am in Christ Jesus, I'm going to say, Mm-mm, no, girlfriend, or no, no, sir or madam, that's not true. I refuse to accept that. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. So you gotta speak life, you know. So you speak life. So I'm not, you know. So when I when I said speak life, you gotta speak life over yourself. God said, I am the head and not the tail. I also believe that God is my provider. And I should have said that before, before, you know, given that example, that God is my provider. And there is nothing that I'm in need of that God will not make it open unto me. Don't let man define you, but let God define you. Who do God say you are? Who and does have God confidence say in that. you are? Have confidence in who you are. God confidence. Exactly. First Peter 2 and verse 9 said, we are a royal priesthood. And persons do not understand what that means, or so may not understand. It is knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. If you look at, if you look at the royalty speaks to um, opportunity. It speaks to um, how people look at you differently. Remember, we are ambassadors for Christ Jesus. We are pilgrims passing through this land. So we are extraordinary because we are connected to the king of kings jesus christ himself right 
And then, you know, we got to also believe according to Philippians 4 verse 13 that said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens. And Luke, and, and Luke 1 when verse 37 said, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Awesome. Awesome. Nothing will be impossible. When I said nothing, God said nothing. Whatever you can think about, nothing. How, how big you think your mind is, nothing. Because God said his ways are higher than our ways, and his thoughts are greater than our thoughts. Right? And then Psalms, um, Matthew rather, 7 and verse 7 said, Ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and it will be open to you god said ask how many times do we ask god for what we really want or do we just stand there and we're thinking in our mind okay i want this but we never really said god i would like this so psalms 84 and verse 11 says nothing good no good thing will he withhold from them who he loves, right? And that walks uprightly. So, you know, you know, we think that God, we think that God is, going, is not going to give us anything good. But he said, if our earthly father knows how to give good gifts, what much does him, our heavenly father? He said, look yeah. at the lilies. They spin not. And look how, how, how they are so, so green and flourished because he provides for them. Look at the birds of the air. He provides for them. What much less us who he died on Calvary for. God did not die on Calvary for any birds or animals. He died for us as human beings. He said he created us in his own image. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. So why is it that you think that God is going to hold anything that is good from you? No. He's going to see you too. He's going to uplift you. He's going to move you in the spiritual realm. He's going to move you in the physical realm. And, and, and so don't let yourself become a hindrance, but let God move you. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Thanks for tuning in this week for our mini-series of Daily Blocks of Confidence. Next week, we'll have a young and vibrant guest you don't want to miss next week. But anyway, we have a little bit more for you, though, on today's podcast. Listen to what Mrs. Watson Allen's book, Chosen for Battle, is about. And after we close, you can listen for those who love storytelling a little more of her story. So my, my book, Chosen for Battle, it is available on Amazon and it, it has both the, the ebook and the paperback if you want. If you're in Jamaica, I only have it one place and that is the New Windsor Pharmacy in St. Anne's Bay, St. Anne. And that is um, just across uh, beside the library in St. Anne's Bay. That's where it is available for purchase. Awesome. But 
as I said before, this book um, is an inspirational book, birthed out of my struggles with breast cancer, faced with breast cancer, and my faith was put to the test, and I put God to the test, and I trust God, you know, battling with my emotions, and God touched my body. When I when I cry out to him, when I, when I got that, the prayers of my fellow Christian friends and church family and everyone pitching in prayer, and we trust God for deliverance and God show up just in time awesome. and he delivered, he healed. And so I want to give God glory for that. And I hope that this book, it is written with the intention to inspire someone to uplifting their faith to another level, whatever the circumstances you may be, you may be going through. And it not only tells about my struggle with breast cancer, but it, t- it tells about uh, my other faith journey, some other faith journey that I have and what are some of the the things that will hinder your your faith from coming um, full force when it comes to Jesus Christ. So it's an awesome read. Persons are loving it, and and I and I and I, and I tell you, it's a testimony that you would want to you want to read for yourself. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Godfidence. It's all within you. I'm looking forward to hearing your questions, your answers to my questions, and your comments. Set your reminders to drop in next week. You might even hear your answer, your question, or your comment being addressed by me, your host, Will Inspires, or a special guest. Please tune in with me every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Remember, let's not just have confidence, but God. I came to came to Nebraska. I came as a, a we call it burden infant care, or should I say, you know, maternal health um, in Jamaica. You know, a maternity, yeah. a midwife, and so I worked in the burden infant care, and I worked there for some time. And then I wanted a, a change. I wanted to work in the intensive care unit, and I was told that no, you cannot work in the intensive care unit. They don't do that. Um, people don't leave from this department and go to that department. I'm like. Okay, man, say I can't. I'm saying, God, this is what I want. No, I, so that's I, I, right. I, yes, exactly. I actually said, God, no, mm-mm. man, say this, but I know that's not what you said. I'm saying, Lord, you, I know you always make a door for me. You always give me that window of opportunity. And so, you know, this is how God opened up the opportunity for me. One night they wanted somebody to work because they were short staff and the, the, the ICU slash PCU and no they could get no one and they asked if I would if I could would volunteer. Yes. I said sure. Awesome. So I show up and you know I am maybe I should boast a little bit about myself. <laughs> I am an awesome nurse. Um I, I, I and I and I give God the glory for for allowing me to be the nurse that I am. And so God used me. I just go and uh, take care of my patients just the way I would like any other patients. And so you know what happened, Matthew? The next, the very next day. The very next day. <laughs> the very next day, 
the the manager at that time for the intensive care unit came down to the Burton Infant Care to speak to the manager on there. Can you can Debbie come and work for us? She is so oh, awesome. Wow. This is what the other nurses are saying. This is what the patients have said about her. And so those awesome. all those accolades were were thrown um, um, to me. And I give God thanks for that. You know, awesome. That's real intervention there. Right, right. God show up for me and. I presently work in the t intensive care unit. I am the first nurse to do that and the only one who have went from work <laughs> in the care to ICU. No one else has done it. I am cross-trained in both areas, you know, That's and, awesome. and there is been good. Exactly, exactly. And I'm, I'm you know, I just want to tell somebody that don't let man define you, but let God define you. Who do God say you are? Who and does God say you are have confidence in who you are god confidence exactly you know and and so and so you know we i i the other day i was speaking to um on a, on a university student yes i guess i wear many hats so i was once you know i still do um um preceptoring of the university students okay, and um i was saying to one you were saying how is it that you go from from burton in frank care they asked me that question like just like a few weeks ago from burton in frank care to icu i said guess what i serve a god that defies the laws of men yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was my answer you know so we have awesome. a yes we have a god that 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 is just awesome in his power and in, in, in what he does for us and we just have to just let him be our provider and i said provider as i said before in every aspect of our life whether it be monetary you know financial your job or, or family you know whatever it is god is gonna step in and intervene on our behalf 